Hi, this is Cameron. Hi, this is Jorge Luis. And today we have a special guest with us. We have Christian, the Reverend Good Father Christian Anderson, a priest in Stewart, Florida, an Equals Age board member, and a wonderful friend. We're looking forward to talking to him. Let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope, Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham-Vivanco. And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez. <laughs> the co-founder of Education Equals Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I'm the director of teams and training. Uh, education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. The hope of this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners and supporters, informed as to what is happening here in Ecuador. Because uh, we couldn't do it without you. Jorge Luis, you sound a little froggy this morning. You okay? Uh, yes. It just, I'm so overwhelmed by all of the beautiful things happening this <laughs> last week here in Ecuador. Well, we're having a little bit too much fun this morning. Uh, Jorge Luis, you might have guessed, is not in the studio. But we do have a special guest here. His name is Christian Anderson, the Reverend Father, the Good Father, Christian Anderson. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Jorge, Luis, please don't. Well, you can slap me if you see me in public. So. <laughs> oh, gosh, I feel like that's a whole bunch of cultural stuff that we don't really have a grip on here. That's right. Um, uh, so Jorge Luis is doing fantastic, wonderful things that need to get done before uh, our summer lands here in Quito this morning. Or lands and this morning in Quito. Y'all know what I mean. Um, and so he's not with us, but Christian Anderson is. He's a Equals Age board member. He is a priest at uh, St. Mary's Episcopal Church in Stewart, Florida. He has come down for Juan Carlos's ordination to the Bishop Nation. That's what um, that's what uh, a friend here said. She couldn't remember the ordination, consecration, any of that, so she called it a Bishop Nation. The Bishop Nation. The Bishop Nation. I like, I like that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's part of the. It, it did feel like he became part of a Bishop Nation, though. Right, with all those bishops sitting up there. Holy cow! Standing, sitting up there was like something out of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have recently come off of that experience, and since um, Christian is part of our inspiration for starting this podcast, he has. I, I only know of the one. I wonder if you have more than one podcast. His is called "A Priest and a Rabbi." Yeah, we just just have the one. But then you uh, threw the inspiration back to us. So now we are regrouping and making ours much shorter. It used to be in 60 minutes. So we're going to make ours 25 minutes. Because nice. no one needs to listen to a priest and a rabbi for more than 25 Woo-hoo! minutes. <laughs> Good job, us. Um, I'm glad to know that. Thank you. Um, so I uh, wanted to invite Christian on the show this morning. Thank you so much for coming. And thanks for pretending to be Jorge Luis. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jorge. <laughs> Um, we wanted to um, have two uh, main questions. The first is, as um, a, you're now an interim rector, but you were an associate for several years before that. Um, obviously, you and I know each other's history, but we met at VTS, and then you came down and kind of did two, did a Jan term with us, mm-hmm. and then did a semester abroad during seminary. Who knew that was possible? Mm-hmm. Christian made it happen, um, and he worked at Education Will's Hope Pastor um Buen Pastor, one of the ministry sites. I should probably go the other way. It was the Buen Pastor, and then, and but it was through us, so we got to support that. Um, and then now, y- you have brought 
uh, a team down. Mm -hmm. You helped us design and create the virtual mission team Mm -hmm. experience that we've used in several places. Oh, great. And you um, are on our board. Mm -hmm. So um, tell us if someone wanted to bring Equals H to their church, because St. Mary's in Stewart, Florida had no idea who we were until you got there. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you've done that would help people understand the ministry of Equals H and where they could plug in? Celeste Bundy is a great place to start. So if you're looking for the how-to of I I want to get Equals H part of our our community, Uh, Celeste is such a great contact to just give you advice and information um, with the uh, getting stuff like the ABC book that Cameron wrote. Uh, We'll introduce some of these ideas, but you want to start speaking missionally. So if you have whoever your preachers are, teachers, to introduce this idea of what does it mean to be missional? And sometimes when we think of mission, I think before my experience with Ecuador, I always thought it was that you have to get on a boat or a ship or somewhere and go <laughs> off into the jungle. On a steamer. Yeah. With a trunk. And uh, and and give up everything in life. Uh, but missional can mean just domestically in your own community. And so if you get your congregation thinking, what does it mean for us to get out of our comfort zone, get out of our own silo, get out of our own campus and start serving and see where God is calling us out of our comfort zone, you introduce that idea. And then by little by little say, okay, now let's, let's take it even a step further. We have this amazing place in Ecuador um, where we can go, where to even deepen our understanding of what it means to be a part of God's mission. Um, that comes with a lot of formation uh, with it as well. So, uh, but I think the first place is you start dropping seeds, and if you can get your priest or your preachers and your teachers, uh, Cameron, you, you, I think from the beginning you were the one who told me to read um, books like Toxic Charity mm-hmm. and When Helping Hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Helping Hurts is, is is a big one that will every time I've given that to a parishioner, it has you see a big shift, a big change. Mm. Another one is a hole, a hole in the Gospel. I'll admit I haven't read it, but I have some other parishioners read it, and they just come back saying, "I want to change systems of poverty." Mm-hmm. Um, so when when you when you do that and people start chewing on these ideas and thoughts, that that's big. Also, I'm giving this podcast. Because you you and Jorge Luis will be talking about the things that are going on on, on the day in and day out um, uh, uh, programs here um, so people can get more and more familiar with it. And it's only seven, 20 minutes, 17 20, minutes? 20, we, we try to do our part in 17. Sometimes we Come go on. over. But. Yeah. Seeds, but planting seeds, that, that's what has to happen. It, it didn't work for us. I mean, I was preaching on it. I had to get the youth director. Mm-hmm. And I came in and said, let's forget these domestic spots that were just big altar calls around like a camp. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go to Ecuador. It changed my life. Um, and I really think it will, be, it will change yours. And so the, her assistants were into it. She was not. And then we got some videos. That conversation she had with you mm-hmm. was big. Okay, was big. And I'll admit, having woman-to-woman conversation was big. Um, and, and she was just like, I'm sold on Cameron. So I think if you get a Celeste or Cameron or someone like that to come in there and speak, once they, it's all relational. Once they're sold on the person, then they're like, let's go. We'll be in good hands. That's what they want to know. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a little bit um, intimidating to think about putting people on an, a plane going internationally. But I loved some of those um, things you said, just the, the small little touches. I heard, um, I heard a leadership uh, podcast recently that... Uh, he was talking about just dripping the same information into the same conversations over and over again. And ultimately it is what God is going to do with it and what the Holy Spirit is. But 
um, we can be intentional in that and intentional in starting relationships and continuing relationships and walking alongside each other. Get those faces up in front of the congregation. So when we did, when we just started putting pictures up of like, we want to form a relationship with Buen Pastor. Mm-hmm. So there's videos that you and uh, Juan Carlos sent mm-hmm. um, and we, you would just introduce yourselves. Uh, and but I think before it was just a relationship that Father Christian had with them. But then mm-hmm. they start to see and they start to feel. And now we're so comfortable with forming these digital relationships. Mm, right? You're not just a face on the screen. Through Zoom now, we've all learned like, oh, no. I mean, oh, oh wow, you're my new friend. <laughs> so they're right. like, well, let's go visit our new friends. Oh, mm-hmm. let's go send a team or let's send a vision team. I mean, it equals H is going to sound like I'm selling it hard. But you do make it really easy for people to drip, mm-hmm. <laughs> to just dip their toes in. I mean, mm-hmm. the vision, just the vision team. We sent a family, they came, they're sold. I mean, they're mm. in it. And it was just an easy thing. I'm like, you don't have to do a lot of hard work. You're going to go and just experience. And yeah, they'll use your gifts. And now she's leading, Julia Garcia, now she's leading our, our short-term missions. Yeah. She was on. She was on the show. Oh, yeah. A while ago. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. She's the best. In October. Um, so, and thank you for um, talking about the proactiveness of just handing somebody a book. I mean, the... Getting a book and handing it to somebody, it makes a big difference as opposed to saying, hey, you should go read this because all of a sudden mm-hmm. they have it in their hand. Mm-hmm. And the, and uh, we, we've done that a little bit more recently. I'm trying to do some of the, the pastoral care and the discipleship with some of our ministry sites. I mean, everyone's coming out of, hope, knock on wood, we're coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, Ecuador just lifted its mask mandate. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so excited. Um, but to have it in your hand and be able to read at just a moment's notice. So thanks for doing that. We bought like 15 copies of When Helping Hurts mm-hmm. and just gave it to all of our outreach leaders. And, what, and let me say, for anyone listening who has read or will read that book, uh, there's a big section on short-term teams. Yes. And if you don't know what we do as a program, you can walk away with the idea of like, you can't do short-term teams. They're bad. Well, bad short-term teams are bad, <laughs> but good short-term teams are mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And just had um, a great conversation with um, with a woman in the Diocese of New Jersey, actually, talking about how she has to reteach this concept of the best way to do long-term ministry is through, I mean, the best way to do short-term ministry is through long-term partnership. Mm-hmm. And we can do that together, and it's based out of relationship. And it's just really exciting to see. Well, when you would tell the first thing you say or whomever is helping orient the team when they come up, and now in the pre-work mm-hmm. that's done before a team comes, it's just the difference of looking at it. It's, it's not a mission trip. And that's the biggest misnomer that no needs to change. No T word. Yeah. And so, and, but that's, most of us in the church is still called a mission trip. Mm-hmm. That's the big sell. So that to look at it as a short-term mission introduces the idea that's also an experience that changes you once you get back to the states. Mm-hmm. Mission trip is just it's just it's there's Let's a beginning, there's an end, be and be done. Let me get back to my life. This is an invitation to something much deeper, and it's an incredible way to to grow in your own faith mm-hmm. and to see the kingdom of God is alive and well in your hometown and here and every spot in between, and how do we get to plug into that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really exciting. Well, I'm going to switch gears to my second question, um, Mr. Equals H board member. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I am. Um, I don't have words, which is not a normal thing for me. Um, this last weekend was probably the largest surprise of my life. 
um, and a really, really enjoyable thing. Um, a number of phenomenal people flew down to Ecuador, and um, we ended up having a big celebration that uh, God's grace has allowed me to get up out of bed for 20 years every day. Um, and that time of celebration with board members, with friends and um, dear people in my life and our ministry partners, and it was just a huge uh, tangible example of grace um, because it's not anything that I did. It's what we do together. Um and just to get to celebrate that together was incredible. But you got to come down and you got to reconnect with personally with um, Equals H ministry sites that you are connected to and near and dear, and especially on Brain Pastor. So what are the what are the things that you noticed there? Or do you how do you feel like the churches are doing coming out of COVID? Mm-hmm. Um, that transition for Brain Pastor is gonna be big because Juan Carlos mm-hmm is leaving uh, his position as their missioner, because we don't actually have any parishes in the diocese. He went from missioner to bishop. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Because uh, that's just a size thing, right? Right. Yeah. I, I, and what I noticed the most about Equals H is that you guys have really leveled up. I mean, mm. the new offices <laughs> are re- are beautiful. Thank you, Youth World. That it, doesn't have so much to do with us. That's Youth World. But woohoo, we get to be a part of it. Yeah, it, it, it looks beautiful. And um, the team is And is I just solid. feel like I have to say that what Christian is talking about is what some of you have stayed in as our guest house um, or the OMS or as Christian likes to say, the ostrich house. <laughs> The Youth World Guest House, um, during the pandemic, we moved all our offices into there to consolidate budget constrictions. And so it's just been wonderful to have that much space for our offices. Well, you get the feel of, it's like a WeWork sort of like campus where all these people, or this is energy just thriving. And you have folks, or is there is a... Uh, um, one of your graduates from Casa Gabriel was mm-hmm. in there doing work, and someone else is over here listening to a lecture, and then there's a team meeting over here, and someone's making coffee, and then all of a sudden a new family walks in, and then you have us bozos from the United States who showed up, and it's just the, the thriving energy of a ministry to be feeling that is infectious, mm. uh, and it makes people just want to just come and do the work uh, and say, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing, oh, and do let's exchange ideas. So that that was awesome. Uh, visiting Buen Pastor, uh, when I went, it was potentially Juan Carlos's uh, final Sundays in the parish, who knows? It, it was definitely his last Sunday prior to being bishop. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> he right. might still be the person in charge as bishop, but they're working that out. Yeah, yeah. And and it was I was blown away by how many students there were. Mm-hmm. There were 70 students that day. Wow. Um, which was... Yeah, their which, program was huge. Yeah. And so just... And they're all in these classrooms... The church that I serve back home, it's a big church. We don't have 70 students on a Sunday. I mean, we don't, we don't have these classrooms filled with K through 2, 2 through 4, 4 through 7. I mean, they, it was just everywhere. And they all have all these new leaders and formation mm-hmm. leaders that are mm-hmm. now. It's not just Wendy, Juan Carlos's wife. She oversees it, but she's it's a good thing about leadership is you work yourself out of a job. And mm-hmm. so now she's pulled back. She's not teaching. And there's all these other people teaching. And they're being filled with, uh, with, with, with Christ's formation. Um, and then uh, there was an overwhelming feel of hope, mm. of, of hope in the diocese. I know the diocese has been through a lot over the years. And Indeed you do. Yes. And uh, there is – Juan Carlos is so committed to Jesus and so mm. committed to uh, leadership and the diocese and following God's call. And it was, there's an overwhelming feel of if we're all in this together, if we all say yes together and follow God's call – as Bishop Curry said during a sermon, and many times throughout his time here, mm-hmm. he said, uh, the Central Ecuador will be the, the greatest diocese in the Episcopal Church. Oh, well, 
He is, he is a kind and gracious man, and we all need hopes and dreams, and that's <laughs> awesome. It was really fun um, getting to uh, talk with Bishop Curry a couple of times over the last couple of days. Uh, yesterday, we're in the processional. I had the opportunity to be one of the presenters for Juan Carlos, which is just a huge, huge gift, having known him since he was 19 and meeting him for the first time in Wyoming in 2002. I mean, just crazy stories. And he has been, um, I think as most of our listeners know, uh, Youth World's chief financial officer for the last almost 10 years. So it's uh, we get to do ministry on two sides, in the Episcopal Church um, and in Equals H, well, I guess three, and then in Youth World. And so just... A, a huge honor and gift in my life to get to do that. But um, so we in the processional yesterday where there are three different crucifers and like Bishop Curry's at the very end and, and I'm walking by and he recognizes me, which was a gift. And he was like, so how are the students? How are the schools? I remember, I remember everything from the time he was here at Eagles H. And, and then he asked how COVID was and obviously it was miserable and terrible and dire here. He was like, so... I guess you have to, you had to kind of shut things down for a while. I was like, uh, ab- absolutely not. No, we just pivoted from development to relief work. And this is what we did. And this is how we did it. And the network worked. And, and it was, it was just so encouraging to be able to share that with somebody. Um, and obviously it's fun when, you know, as somebody who knows the queen of England, <laughs> yeah. but to share that and to have it be like, Oh, I, yeah, of course. And his, uh, liturgist Molly was standing there and, she was like, that's a great story. We should get that out. This is, this is the work of the church. And, and I say that uh, because, it's, again, it's not us. It's all of us together. Every ministry site, we can't do any of this without the relationships and the ministry sites with the boots on the ground and the people on the very bottom. I mean, not the bottom, but, you know, like the grassroots part. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Anyway, it was such a fun time. Um, Christian, thank you for being here. Thank you for being on our board. Thank you for representing us at Church in Florida and soon the whole diocese, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. Okay, baby steps. Well, yeah. we'll just drip that in over yeah, time. Yeah, lots of drips, lots of drips. Listening, listening intently to the Holy Spirit. Please, please, Holy Spirit, be, be loud and clear. Here, here. Um, thanks for being here, and we look forward to having you back another day. You bet. God bless you. And you all keep on coming out here and keep on being part of the team. The family is awesome. If you'd like to be a part of Education Wells Hope, please go to www.educationwellshope.org. Find the Donate Now button. Um, our website is always in need of um, some tender love and care, which we're trying to get to it, but it has all the information that you need to figure out how to be involved. So thank you so much. We can't do this without you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our HopeCast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.